Knowing about the beginner's hump might be the difference between success and failure for you. It really is that important. Have you ever noticed that beginner classes are always full? So if you go to like language classes or music classes, for example, the beginner classes are always pretty full. The intermediate classes are half full. And then when you get to advanced classes, assuming you've had that experience, you only get a really small band of like really keen and really perseverant people attending those classes. This is simply because most beginners give up and they give up because of the beginner's hump, I think. So let's talk about the beginner's hump. It really is incredibly important. What is the beginner's hump? It's basically the first few hundred hours of learning of any pursuit. So we're going to talk about the 10,000 hour rule and you can think of the beginner's hump as just a the first few hundred hours of those 10,000 hours. It's like the very beginning of the journey. Why is this such a critical period? Well, the start is always the most difficult. And if you've ever learned something to a serious level, or you've learned several things to a serious level, then you'll, if you think back to the start of the journey in those pursuits, you realize that that was the most challenging time. And we're going to look at why this is. And yeah, just knowing about the beginner's hump will help you overcome it because it'll help you prepare in advance and not get overwhelmed and disappointed and dis discouraged when you're experiencing it because it's inevitable. The beginner's hump, what characterizes the beginner's hump? You have little competence in the new thing that you're doing because you've not spent any serious time immersed in it. The teachers that you are learning from and the students that are around you or who are superior to you seem like magicians. George Leonard in his book Mastery said that when he started his Aikido classes that the teachers seemed to move on a different plane from the beginner students and the, on a different plane that phrase really stuck with me and whenever I'm <laughs> learning something for the first time I always remember that that is how it feels, but it isn't always like that. It goes away, that sense of them being in the heaven somewhere. What else characterizes a beginner's hump? Well, when you're practicing this thing, you feel clumsy, you feel disjointed. You have to think about absolutely everything you're doing and you're just, there's no graceful movement. So when you look at a, a star Olympian, everything looks so easy and effortless and they have like this powerful flow and, and, and grace in what they do. In the beginner's hump, there really is none of that because you've not got the skills yet for that to happen. And yeah, when you're comparing yourself to these people, uh, you realize how ungraceful and clumsy you are in what you do. There's frustration because you realize the size of your task. You realize how much there is to know about this new thing and you don't know it and you this brings up pain and the sensation of tedium of it being tedious to practice because it's hard everything seems new and hard and you're just sort of grasping for basic competence in what you're doing you don't see any results at this point so okay that's a bit of an oversimplification you will see some results but compared to the results or compared to being a teacher or a master or a performer, 
you're really not going to see any results here. You're just you're you're learning the basics. You're getting the the most essential elements of the craft mastered so that you can then build on top of those. And also what happens here is that the activity seems foreign and intimidating. So you're trying to learn this thing, but it just seems so far removed from anything else you've done before. And you're just wondering how on earth you can ever, how, it, how on earth is it ever going to feel natural? How on earth am I ever going to get good at this thing? And that, to encourage you when you're going through this beginner's hump, I want you to <laughs> think of a small child. You know, when, when a small child is learning to walk, they're looking around at the adults that surround them and they're just thinking like, how on earth am I ever going to walk like this? They feel physically small, but they also feel small in their competency. They feel sort of inferior, vulnerable, dependent, and it brings up all this pain and insecurity and it seems impossible, of course. But when you're an adult and you've already gone through the process, you realize that that's, that's just part of the journey. And you have to think, think of yourself as a small child learning to walk. Not, not that you really are a small child, but just it's inevitable that you will, will feel that way. But it's also inevitable that you will become an adult and you'll know how to walk. It's the same thing. That's just, it's the same dynamic. Let's look at some examples of the beginner's hump. So learning a language, for example, what's a beginner's hump when you're learning a language? Well, when you first go to your beginner's classes or you get your beginner books or you get the basic vocab or basic audios or whatever it is, you, you don't know what's going on. You can't understand the words the natives are saying. Everything seems like one big unending meaningless sentence that you have no way of comprehending. You're learning like the numbers of the language. You're learning the the colors and these. This is like hard for you. You know, you're the numbers and the colors are pretty hard. That's just that's the beginner's hump in language. That's what it is. You're not uh, faulty because <laughs> you're experiencing this. This is just what it is. I've my own most poignant experience, recent experience with the beginner's hump was when I was learning guitar in twenty sixteen little bit of background. When I was in, in 2016, I was in my very early twenties. And before that, I hadn't really ever learned an instrument at all. I mean, I had some music classes at, at school, obligatory music classes, and we'd done a few instruments, but it wasn't something I'd ever dedicated time to. And I had, when I started the guitar, I hadn't, I just had the desire to learn. I didn't know anything. I didn't even know any basic chords, I couldn't play you anything. I couldn't even play like Happy Birthday, for example. And I remember when I learned my first chord, which was a D chord. If you're not a guitarist, this might not mean much to you, but a D chord is basically <laughs> the most basic chord you can probably learn on the guitar. And I remember it, it took me, you know, sitting watching the video and the, the guitar teacher saying, all right, put your, put this finger here, put that finger here, make sure all the strings ring out nice and clean. And all you're doing is, is that basically with your left hand and pressing down. And I, it, it took me 30 or 40 tries to get it. And I remember when I got it and I was just, I just felt this, this sense of accomplishment, but then you also realized, oh wait, that's just one chord, uh, <laughs> which is just one tiny piece of the puzzle. So 
that's what the beginner's hump is. You're just fumbling around trying to find something, some, some <laughs> tiny bit of competence. I remember looking at my friends who played guitar at the time, or they played to a decent level, you know, they could play chords, they could sing, they could play a decent rhythm, they could get other people to sing along with them. And I just thought, how on earth am I ever going to get there? It just seems impossible. I wasn't born to do the guitar, you know, to play the guitar. That was sort of my mindset at the time. So yeah, that's the beginner's hump when you're learning to play the guitar. One of the main issues with the beginner's hump is that you don't have anything to grab onto. So like, like, like me with my D chord, I never played a chord before. And so I couldn't say, all oh, right, I learned how to do that other thing, that other chord. So uh, I just need to sort of adapt the skills that I learned there, adapt the, th the things that I did successfully and just use it to learn another chord. No, I had nothing. And I was just sort of going on faith that I would learn this. And this is an issue because when you've already achieved something, you get that sense of, you get the feeling of success, you get in a rhythm. But when you're struggling to learn the basics, there is no competency to hang on to. Once you develop some confidence, you can start using it or competence, you develop confidence as well. And you can use that as a lever to go into bigger and better things because you've already been there and done it. And I guess the key with this is just to have faith that it'll come and that, and then as soon as you see any form of improvement, you have to just kind of say, right, I'm going to do that again and again and again and again. And the more you achieve, the more you can say, right, I've done this. I'm going to do this bigger thing now. So that's, that's the way out of the, that problem in the beginner's hump where you don't have you've not built up any sense of competence yet. I think a good analogy here with getting out for getting out of the beginner's hump or what it's, what it's like to get out of the beginner's hump is a freight train. So I'm not a freight train expert, but I do know that <laughs> freight trains take a lot of energy and fuel and power to get moving and time not to mention it. And you're just, you have to put in a lot of energy and it's just moving really, really, really slowly. But once you get to a certain speed, it just goes along nicely. You, you just have to keep it moving. You don't have to build it up from zero. And the same thing happens with learning and competence. Once you get over the weight of your complete incompetence and you actually get some sort, some, some skills, you know, you're not, you're not a fully fledged, uh, you know, foreign language speaker or guitarist or whatever, you've got some sort of, some skills in the, in the pursuit that you're doing. Once you've overcome that barrier, you can start flowing with it a bit more and it will become more enjoyable, but know that at the start, you're basically pushing a freight train. That's what's happening. And that's why it feels so horribly difficult, but know that the freight train will get momentum and you will not have to put in all that tedious effort and I'm not saying you don't have to still try but it's going to have a different feeling to it and you're going to trust more in the process as well. Let's talk more about overcoming the hump because this as I said this is really one of the biggest barriers because especially if you believe that talent determines your competence the hump will just destroy you like it's just uh, you're not going to survive so <laughs> 
let's look at strategies for overcoming it. I suppose in a way you have to see it as a rite of passage. So don't, don't frame it in your mind as you're incompetent and that's why the beginner's hump is there. No, in a way you can see it as a rite of passage into the thing. It's like, it's a test of your metal. It's like, are, are you actually, do you actually want to learn this or are you just, are you just pissing around? That's basically what the beginner's hump is asking you. And know that once you've hammered on it enough, once you've been persistent for long enough, you will push through. The whole thing will just collapse. I'm not saying it'll collapse in to your eyes, but you'll realize, you know, over the course of a few weeks or a few months, you will realize, oh wait, that it's gone now. Like it, I'm no longer in the beginner's hump. And once you've, once you've overcome that, the rest will be relatively smooth from there on. Also, just remember that the hump is a thing. When you're in that beginner's class or whatever it is, beginner's course, and you're going through the pain and the struggle, just remind yourself that the beginner's hump is a thing. And just knowing that helps build the patience and perseverance that you need to actually get to very high levels of competence. Also, see the sweat and the tedium and the effort and the grind as a good sign. See it as like, your body lifting weights. So when you lift weights, the point isn't that you're enjoying it. The point is that you're actually kind of hating it or you're, <laughs> you find satisfaction in the pain, but there's still pain there. There's still, it's still effort and it's sweaty. You have to sort of realize that the sweat is a good sign because it shows that you're doing the hard work. If it's easy, you're not doing hard work. It's not supposed to be easy. Learning is not supposed to be easy. We're going to talk more about this in when we talk about deliberate practice, but especially at the start, don't see the sweat as a sign that you're failing. See it as a sign that you're actually doing something right and you're, you're improving yourself and you're building new skills. The next tip is just do not get distracted. We're going to talk about free learner types. One of them will quit at the beginner's hump. That's just what they do. That's part of the archetype. Do not do that. Do not get distracted. Don't look for the next thing and say, ah, oh, uh, I've been trying to learn how to play golf for a month now and it's not happening and uh, I'm not cut out for this. I wasn't born to do this. No, just keep going. Don't, don't let that come into your mind. Keep going. It will come. You have to remember that. Also seek to be deeply immersed in the task. This is kind of difficult when you're first starting out, but as much as you can, when you're learning a task for the first time, the frontal cortex, which is an area in your brain, is really active and it actually increases in size. After you've repeated the thing enough, the task becomes automatic and the frontal cor cortex switches off. Now, what happens is that the other parts of the brain take control of that task. Now, when you're deeply concentrated, you create these new paths, pathways in other parts of the brain. And if you aren't concentrated, you aren't going to develop those pathways so well. So being really immersed in the task is a great way of sort of maybe shortening the beginner's hump a bit because it makes those neural pathways establish themselves a little bit quicker and it becomes a little more, the task becomes a little more automatic than it would otherwise. Also, this one's a little bit less <laughs> solid and practical, but 
just have faith in the process. Just trust in the practice, trust in your teacher, trust in the method you're, that you're using. When you're in the beginner's hump, it's just going to feel like the task is enormous. It feels like the, the people that you're, that are teaching you are way above you and they seem, you can't even imagine them being a beginner, but they were, they've been through that process and with the right instruction, with the right effort, with the right perseverance, you will reach high levels of competence. It's almost impossible not to. And what was once difficult for you will now just be commonplace. It's like you don't think about getting up and walking to the kitchen to get something to eat. You don't even think about it, you just do it. Same thing goes on the path of mastery, the path of learning. The things that are really hard to begin with just become commonplace and they just become part of who you are naturally. Final bit of advice, months and years later, so I'm talking once you've been doing it for a year, two years, three years, and then, well, that's sort of, that's not even mastery time. We're talking five, 10 years later, you'll look back at your struggles and your achievements now, and they'll look sort of, they'll look different. They'll look, for a, for a start, they'll look really small because you've grown so much that you look back at <laughs> who you used to be in that field. And it's just like, wow, uh, the things I was struggling with, with weren't really that big at all, even though they seemed that way and that's fine, but you will look back later and see that. And you'll also, your attitude towards them will change. You'll realize that you had to go through that. You won't have this resistance to it. You'll look back and be like, yeah, I'm glad I did that. And I had to do it because it was just part of the journey. So that's the beginner's hump. Just really take this to heart because this really is the difference between success and failure on the path.